Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Christian Music Brothers Podcast. I'm Brendan, and this is Braden. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. And it's nice for you to finally join us again, Brendan. It's been a while. Been a little bit, but I'm glad to be back. Can you tell us about a little bit where you've been for a quick minute? Yeah, I was on tour with a band that we interviewed not long ago called Trampolines. I went with them for about a week, week and a half, doing a couple shows with them, helping set up, tear down, getting some dance done with them, and a few stops in like the mid-America, in Texas, Kansas, and it was a blast, but I'm glad to be back here, glad to rest after such an awesome trip. That sounds like a great time, and today we have a new guest with us. This is Bay Turner, so welcome, Bay. What's up, everybody? I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, let's just take a start and give us a little bit about your music background, your background, how you came to be the Nashville. You just said before we, you're from Texas, so. Yeah, yeah, it's been, you know, it's been, I don't think we have enough time for the whole story. <laughs> just in a nutshell, I uh, I went to school, my undergrad Texas for music, and um, ended up moving from Texas to New York City for music. Also, stayed there for a long time, and um, I was there for six years. And, I was leading worship with a, a gospel choir out there called the Brooklyn Tabernacle, which was sort of one of the greatest honors of my whole life. It's a legendary space um, with a really rich uh, background, just musically, spiritually, super special place. Um, that's kind of where I found my, we sort of reinvigorated my love for Christian music again. I was, I was sort of in the classical music space for a while. I was traveling around the world singing opera for a long time. Um, but I was pretty miserable because I think the whole the whole premise of the operatic world is to is to sort of boost up how awesome you are. It's very self-centered. It's all about me, 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 me all the time. It's just to sit down with my spirit. So like what we get to do is not not about us. It's number one for King Jesus, but number two it's for the listener. And then way down at the very bottom of the list, maybe there's a, a couple of songs you get to sing that feel good for yourself for the most for the most part, usually just not very self-involved. So I left that world, um, started reading worship for the tabernacle, and then God, it's like when you give him your full yes, it starts opening up doors. So I uh, took the leap, moved to Nashville, and then I signed with um, Centricity Music in June. And we're just sort of starting the process. We've, we've got about 50 songs written, just kind of trying to figure out what's going to be the one uh, that we – sort of go out, you know, debut to the world with. Um, it's been a really cool process. It's been, it's been a, a lengthy one, but it's been great. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, just so you know, if anyone, yes, for everyone here, audio is cutting in and out. You're okay. I can understand you just giving you a heads up. Oh, no. Is it, it's my audio? Yeah. Uh, just try muting yourself and mute, unmute. It's okay. Try on meeting now. I'm trying to help you out, but uh, thanks for sharing that. It's really cool. Um, Brad, and do you have anything you want to add off of that? Yeah. So, um, of course, you mentioned you just signed with Label Centricity, which we love the label. They're an amazing. Yeah, they're good people. They are. So what's it been like, you know, again, to work with them? You said you wrote so many songs. I think I've actually been to your apartment at one point when you were actually working on a demo, which was awesome hearing your voice <laughs> like that. But what's it been like working on these songs, these projects with this team? Because it's yeah. a huge step for an hour, especially in your place. So 
yeah it's been bit. it's been such an honor centricity has such a rich history of just celebrating their artists but also keeping i know I, there's a publisher his name's um, chad segura he works in the publishing department at centricity and he had there was a um meeting we all had and he said a lot of people get it confused it's ministry first and then it's business and i think um for those that are not in this world this music world the music business can really get a a really really harsh rap for a reason i think um there's a lot of people that are in it for themselves a lot of people are in it to glorify them or for money or for whatever i think this whole um position of being a worship leader has become really sexy and cool and whatever but the real truth of the matter is to walk it out the right way with integrity is it, it costs you everything. And if any part of it has anything to do with you, or if you think you have anything to do with it, it is, you can burn out really quickly. So I think I've been able to really enjoy the process because I know it's not about me. Um, and I, I've, as much as I can, I try and like, you know, if there's, I don't ever want it to be a Bay Turner show. I always wanted to be um, a Jesus, a Jesus thing. So I've been really enjoying the team because they're so Christ-centered and focused. Their messaging is really clear. It's, um, you know, I think there's some of the other major labels in town, which are awesome and serve an awesome purpose. But I think that there's a, um, there may be more business first than ministry. And um, I think that these bigger labels that have, maybe um they're like a subsidiary of something larger where they're really just looking at numbers but i think centricity has a really unique um setup to where they can really develop their artists and make sure that they really pour into them the way that they're supposed to be poured into it's not a um it, it feels I, it just feels like a big family there i'm so grateful definitely i love that man yeah. <laughs> it's been cool that's really cool Brad, do you want to add off on that very quick before I transition with the next topic question? Sure. Yeah. Um, also mentioned, of course, hearing you in your apartment doing the song. Um, dude, your voice is unreal. And Thank it's, you, awesome, man. it's awesome hearing your story, too, where you mentioned Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir and doing opera. I'm like, everything now clicks about your voice. But like, what? How, how'd you get that, man? Because it's again wow. unreal. It's amazing. I can hear it now in your influence because like Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir, um, doing opera. So what's it been like? You really, you know, getting to that level you are because many yeah, artists. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Number one, glory be to God. He's he's been good training me up. I think um, any gift that any of us have, I think we we really don't need. I think it's awesome that we have each other to sharpen our giftings. But I think that I honestly, the way that I learned to sing just came from a real strong heart and drive and desire to make sounds. And it was, it I kind of just like happened upon it. It's kind of weird. It was like not anything that I really like put a lot of conscious thought into at the very beginning. It was just something I love to do. And um, I started out as a kid. I remember my parents were divorced. My dad would pick me up from my mom's house. He lived an hour and a half away. And he would play for me all of these old CDs like, um stevie wonder cds and there's some old soul singers like donny hathaway and luther vandross and whitney houston ryan carey like these great mm -hmm. great 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 singers from back in the day he would put them in the cd player um or cassette player which is kind of aging me a little bit but um in his truck and um i would just listen to these people and i think i have such a heart 
for um, music because of that, because I fell in love with just like dissecting people's voices and really intently listening to how people move around melodically through the phrases and riffs and runs. And how do people learn how to belt like that? And I just always asked questions and um, I would tell my dad like, okay, dad, I'm going to learn whatever it was. I have nothing by Whitney Houston. So I try it for him in the car. Be like, and he's not a singer at all. He'd be like, I think you didn't really quite hit it right on that note. Or maybe you could have done it a little bit better there. And I would practice the whole next week until he was supposed to come pick me up again. And I would have, you know, gone over it over and over and over and over and over. And I think when other kids were out, like kicking around a soccer ball or throwing a football, I was at home singing. So I think it just came from a real like heart pull at a really young age and kind of never really stopped. I just always loved dissecting voices and understanding how people make the sounds that they do. That's awesome, man. That's yeah, cool. Thank you. And when I was researching about you a little bit, it says you were on America's Got Talent. How did that like inspire your music journey? Oh man, that one kind of came out of nowhere. I think some of the greatest blessings in life kind of feels like they just kind of appear out of thin air sometimes. It happened with Centricity, it happened with Nashville, and America's Got Talent kind of happened the same way. I um I just gotten off of a really, really crazy journey. I was I found two uh, benign tumors in my chest. Um in 2020 and I got them removed but the anesthesiologist nicked my vocal cord and paralyzed it um, with the intubation tube so when I came out from the surgery I couldn't sing anymore America's Got Talent was really kind of my very first thing back where I was like okay I'm gonna start singing again um, this is after I had healed and it was a long crazy god journey but um, I got a random DM actually now that I think about it when I was in New York I auditioned for um, America's Got Talent, a producer called me, 2019. And then in 2020, they uh, reach out to me again. And then you kind of go through all these crazy processes and then like you get right up and right up to it and then nothing ever happens. And same thing happened in 2020. I got right up to like the live recording dates and I never got called back, whatever. And then I got a call in 2022 and they were like, we have your flights booked. We want you to come. Um, you're leaving tomorrow to LA. And I was like, well, okay, I guess I'm got to figure out how to whatever, get off of work or do whatever I was supposed to do. Um, so I made it happen, showed up and um, it was really wild. It was like, when you get to these big mountaintop moments in your life, it's like, well, I guess it, there's so much pressure and so much chaos. I feel like either people really sink and aren't able to like, rise up to the occasion or there's this peace that washes over that's kind of just a god thing and i just had this peace wash over me and i was like i'm either going to fall flat on my face in front of 100 million people or i'm going to like crush it so i chose option two and um i <laughs> went out there i sang my heart out and got to meet all the judges um simon cow was awesome um and i i think that was really kind of the start of God just beginning to open up doors. I, um, it didn't change my whole outlook on life and all this kind of stuff, but I think it just be, kind of began the forward motion for, um, you know, getting discovered from centricity and then going to their writer's retreat. And then I got, you know, signed after that and moved to Nashville. It kind of just like started the ball rolling. I think, I mean, opened the right doors, which was good. I think people go to these shows and expect it to change their life and it, 
it it um I guess in in one way it did change my life, but it was also not, you know, it's all the smoke and mirrors and stuff kind of ruins the perception of TV now for me. I'm like, <laughs> I know exactly what you guys are doing. This is not real. Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting journey that I'm very thankful for. That's very cool, and it it looks like it inspires you to who you are today in a way, like just living in Nashville and everything. Can you tell us yeah. what the difference between like Nashville and New York, like how it is like? Oh like, my goodness! There? Well, what's crazy is I live in Franklin, just south of Nashville, so I'm uh, even more entrenched in the Tennessee culture than because I think Nashville has a lot of the um, like hip young crowd, whatever. And I think there's some in Franklin as, as well, but Franklin is definitely more families and stuff. I think you know what's interesting. People ask me this question a lot. In and I don't want to go to church here, but spiritually, it is so different. And I loved in spiritually living in New York. And I know people would not expect that, but um, I feel like in New York, it's black or white. You love Jesus or you hate Jesus. There's no in between area that exists there. And in Tennessee, everybody loves Jesus, but there's this kind of gray area of lukewarmness that exists here that didn't really exist in New York. So for my faith, it really sharpened me up in New York because I had to make my choice. Like, do I love the Lord? Am I going to serve him with my being or am I going to hate him? Which, you know, which option I chose. And um, when I moved here, I want to like shake people awake. Like there's a real war out after your families and your hearts and your minds and your ministries and your marriages. And it, you wake up really is what I wanted to say. I love it out here. I think it's a really special place. I've met some of my best friends and um, been super loved on. And also I think there's a little element of like people are kind of just lulled to sleep here. And I'm like, get out. I'm going to make some music so people can just, ah, let's go to war. <laughs> That's really cool that you live in Franklin. Franklin is actually the one place I want to move to in the future. So that's my goal in the future. I'm all with it. Brendan, it's awesome out here. <laughs> Brandon, do you have anything you want to add or say? Yeah, um, two things, actually. One, I'm going to need you to release a book or podcast or something because you preaching it, brother. Hey, let's go. We're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing is actually, um, so little odd one just had this question pop up, like, I think two days ago or something. My siblings and I, we were watching, you know, TV and everything, watching the Dove Awards. And then all of a sudden, I see Bube on stage, background singing for Torn Wells. Which yes. completely shocked me. My siblings were like, "Who's Bay?" I'm like, "He's right there." <laughs> so, dude, how did that happen? Because that was awesome. You scene. know what? It was a that was a really cool experience. Another God thing too. It's like, what? I can't believe I just moved here, and you know, it's so funny. Just a little quick sidetrack. When I moved here, before I left, I told God I was like, which now retrospect, I'm like, what am I thinking? Um, I told the Lord, I'm like, I'm gonna give you six months. I'll give you six months. I'll move here. And if nothing's happening in six months, I'll move back and just become an insurance broker or something. I don't know. And um, on the very first week of the sixth month of me moving here, I got a record. I got offered the record deal. And I just, this double word thing was another one of those things where it's like, how Lord, like you just all of a sudden, somebody just knew it, it was, it's just such a total God thing. So I got a call from a guy um, his name's Chris Strotter. We went to high school together and he's on tour with Torney, plays drums. He's like, hey man, we need somebody to fill in last minute um, for 
the Dove Awards, can you come? And I'm like, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll see if I can make it. Yeah, I'll be there. Like it was a real obvious, easy <laughs> uh, decision. And um, he called me and, you know, I went in for a rehearsal. It's funny because eight days before the Centricity Retreat happened last year, they called me also and said, hey, randomly, can you come? I feel like God is God is the God of, my girlfriend told me this the other day, God is the God of the suddenly. And I was like, what do you mean by that? I feel like God is not very sudden in my life. She said, think about it. God builds up and builds up and builds up behind the scenes before without you having any sort of clue of what he's doing. And then all of a sudden you come to the revelation that, you know, there's a healing or a breakthrough or a job offer or whatever. There's these, these um, kind of sudden things that happen. And I think this is one of those build up behind the scenes things that happened kind of suddenly in my, my worldview. And so I went, I got to meet Torin. He's obviously, he's an awesome, awesome guy, super, super kind and warm. Um, I walked in on the very first day of rehearsals and I hear Jordan Sparks and King for King Country were um, rehearsing. And then Brandon Lake walks in and then Bill Wickham walks in and then Tasha Cobbs walks in and waves everybody. And then I was like, what the heck is going on? Uh, but it was really such an honor to get to go up there and sing my heart out. And as you know, Katie Nicole on Centricity, um, she got the new artist of the year, which we're so proud of her. Um, this team is so proud. I'm so excited for the things that, that the label is doing. It's been really cool to be a part of. So I was like, Lauren sang too. Um, she crushed it. Also one of the nicest people ever. But I'm like, I, I called my mom after. I'm like, hey, mom, there were... Um, three centricity music people performing you know on the duffel award she was like who was it she was naming off all these people I'm like your boy i was on their singing background so anyways it was a really cool experience nice okay. that's incredible it's yeah, hard love awesome. mission for me. we have that mission of blood so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i have a fun story about tara wells kind of uh that's getting sidetracked long story short i ended up doing merch for him and this is when he first coming out so like we were trying to figure out we had to respond to him like we had to get him from like uh -huh. that hotel and everything <laughs> yeah he's awesome good guy he is a great guy yeah um brad do you have anything else you want to add um yeah so bay you also mentioned of course new music is coming soon is there any hints you could give us on like what the theme of this music may be or whether style wise because you have a huge background different styles so all right of course dad? there's a little hint little exclusive um so it'll hopefully be coming out beginning next year. Um, I just finished um, recording, I think, what's going to be my last sort of take of the vocal. Um, it's it's going to be a song called Stories. And it is there. It's got sort of a it's definitely aimed for radio, but it has a big gospel choir in the background. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, great messaging. Basically, the premise of the song is that at the end of the day with through the good and the bad and everything in between the story that we get to tell is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there's, it's not really about us um, kind of an ego check a little bit, but it's been really fun recording and working with a producer named Brian Fowler, who's a legend in his own right. And um, we've been having a lot of fun getting the vocal down and I'm sure he's probably sick of me at this point because I've recorded like 150,000 takes, but it's okay. Got to get, got to get the good stuff. You know what I mean? But I'm mm -hmm. excited to, to get it out for you guys to hear it. It's a really special song it was written by um, Jonathan Smith and Ann Wilson. Um, they wrote it in 20, 
22 and it's it's a great one you'll love it that's awesome definitely yeah. excited for and for all those listening definitely go follow bay on all social media things youtube spotify apple and get ready for that new song coming out along with the rest of music what all that god has in store and, check, and if you also check out his youtube channel he has a, a really cool a lot of covers on his youtube channel that are definitely worth the listen to oh thanks guys um, you're welcome. We just have a few extra minutes. Is there anything you want to bring up or talk about? We, we, the floor is yours. We have about a few extra minutes. Oh my gosh. Um, you guys are so great. Thank you, number one, for having me on this um, podcast. I'm curious to know, how did you guys get started? Brandon, you want me to explain again or do you want to play this time? <laughs> Either way works. Okay, so I'll start. You can fill in if we can. Long story short, Brandon and I met through New Release today. I don't know if you know what New Release today is. Yeah, but yeah, of course, of course. But we met through NRT, and then we're like, okay, we both wanted, we both like Christian music, and we we both wanted to do something different. So this is kind of like how we formed a podcast. So we just messaged like, okay, we're all freelance. We'll just start a freelance podcast. We're not affiliated with them at all. We just met through it, uh-huh. and we just wanted to be like, just we started talking with albums and singles off like albums that we were going track by track. So we did like Toby Max Life After Death. That we went like from song one to song like sixteen, going like discussing the meanings of songs then we we're like okay let's try artisting and now we just meet with artists like every here and there a few episodes here and there we do a fun episode like we do we guess we guessed the winter jam lineup like four months ago so uh-huh. that's basically that's, premise now. that's awesome that's really cool i love it it's, it's kind of like another one of those god things where it's like kind of just came out of nowhere exactly that's awesome well thank yeah. you guys so much for making some time today this was really really awesome to get to share my heart i'm appreciative yeah thanks for joining us again and thanks to everyone else for watching remember to like follow and subscribe if you like what you're hearing check out bay's music music and check out our instagram page for more announcements coming soon we hope you all have a great day week month year whatever you're, you're watching it from so have a great day everyone